welcome to this book writing, weird reading episode of the Greyhorn Pagans podcast. Grab pen and paper, get out your typewriter, sit back, and let the creative juices flow. Welcome everybody to the Greyhorn Pagans podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, heathens, pagans, and free thinkers, as Josh put it so nicely. Welcome, welcome all. I am currently waiting on my guest still. Maybe we will have Firefay uh, co-hosting again. That is still um, up for debate. She has some um, something she needs to take care of. But hopefully she'll be able to uh, to be here. Uh, my guest for today is Hadley Thorne. Uh, she is a independent writer, podcaster, and founder and CEO of Weird Realities, um, a group or company or network, if you will, it's a network um, which basically does the same thing as uh, as us here on the Greyhorn Pagans, trying to uh, to connect connect our people. So she does some amazing amazing writing, um, paranormal romances, and all. Um, I always love it when I have uh, when I have writers on. I had one before. Um, what was her name again? Oh yeah, Marika, Marika Lexmonts, who also wrote uh, a lot from her experiences and from her practice being a witch, and that was a very a very good talk that was a very good conversation and by the looks of it Hadley um, writes about the same things I will uh, read a small bit from her website hadleythorn.net where you can find all of her books of course this is about her newest book, who just came out yesterday, which is um, Pagan Lore with a Lusty Twist. I mean, what's a little, what's a little paganism without some lust, you know? We're very lusty people. Um, but yes, let's read a small excerpt from her latest book um dawnbreaker if i am not mistaken yeah dawnbreaker from her tapestry of worlds series um haven't read it yet there are many books that i still want to read i still need to purchase one of uh marika her books but here's a little excerpt a century has passed since Connor O'Brien became a vampire against his will. 
starting off good. As a result of decades of hatred and rage, Connor only cares about protecting his family and gaining revenge on the one who stole his humanity. Then he saw, I want to say Niam, spelled N-I-A-M-H. I'm going to go with Niam. Uh, when she comes on, I'll be sure to, uh, to ask her. The moment he saw the beautiful Sith, Sith princess, uh, S-I-D-H-E, and heard her sing, his heart ached to possess her. All right. That sounds awesome. Vampires and Sid and starting off good right away. Oh, there's my my co-host, Miss Firefay. Hello. I'll be on and off because I'm making lunch for me and the dude. Uh that's that's fine, honey. I'm uh I'm still waiting on on Hadley. Um I have sent her a message on Twitter. I've sent her an email. Um, haven't gotten a reaction just yet. Ah, there is our guest. Hey, one moment, uh, guys. Hey. Okay. Hi, good day. I'm so sorry about that. I don't know what time it is. I had it that it was three. Um, now two I, so I thought it was in an hour, so I'm so sorry. Oh, uh, it's it's probably the uh, the clock changing again. You're you're not the first one who uh, who had trouble, <laughs> um, and with the you know the time difference and time zone difference and all. I'm on Amsterdam time GMT plus one, so it's uh, over eight o'clock here in the meantime. But uh, welcome, welcome to the welcome to the show. Welcome to the Graham Pagans podcast. Well, thank you for having me. I'm thrilled to be here. Yeah, um, uh, we are. Um, well, my co-host uh, for today is uh, Fireface. She's my fiance. She co-hosts with me every once in a while. But now that you're here, we can get the show started. We can get the show on the roads. Um, how about you introduce yourself to uh, to the good people listening and watching. I already gave a quick introduction, but in your own words, who are you? What do you do? Well, my name is Hadley Thorne. I am a U.S. author. I do everything from urban fiction to paranormal romance. Um, my new book just got released yesterday. I also do this little podcast that's become a network called weird realities here in the u.s but um we've got a lot of support from some friends overseas and are growing all the time so um we're actually it started off with just being me and now we're up to like 21 people that are part of it so we wow. do we do probably six different types of podcasts going from weekly to monthly um every month miss headley i have to ask you where's your accent from i live in mississippi in the I u.s knew it. i knew it i knew it i knew it <laughs> us southern girls can pick out the southern accents so easy well miss fire Fay, are you from the south my family is we're actually from texas Oh. And it's fun, funny you should say that. Your name is actually where my family's from. 
Headley, Texas. Oh, that's so cool. Small world. Very small world. But I will be in and out. I'm making <laughs> me and kiddo some dinner, so I'll be in and out. Awesome. And the show gets taken over right away. But <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's fine. I was I was expecting that. I heard the southern. I was like, oh dear, when Fireface gonna hear this, she's <laughs> she's gonna take over. But um, yeah, I, I've looked uh, I've looked a bit, of course, at your uh, at your profile and all that you do, and um, the weird realities. That's that's what really um, really caught my eye because from. What I am, uh, what I'm reading, you're kind of doing the same as we are doing here on the uh, the Greyhorn Pagans podcast. You're connecting, uh, or just on the Greyhorn Pagans, like connecting the people, connecting the the tribes and all. And uh, we're not a a podcast network, well, just yet. I mean, we could be. But how did that how did that get started? What and why um, weird realities? I mean, everyone into you know paganism knows weird is a, a powerful thing, of course. But. Well, um, I'm pagan, so um, actually I follow Odin and Freya. So I've been walking this path for as long as I can remember. Um, being in the southern U.S., it's been difficult to find a lot of connections with the Norse. Um, just because of where I live, the location is just not conductive to it. So the internet's been great for helping with that. And <laughs> when, when I created Weird Realities, um, my book, Tapestry of World, um, well, it's a series. It's built on the nine worlds of Norse paganism. And oh, I've kind okay. of taken that and loosely been creative with my own view of it and so it's all about weaving and creating our own destinies so when i started weird realities it initially started as a platform to kind of build a fan base for my books mm -hmm. and so originally it was to talk about those weird with a y um, things that inspire our creativity whether it's researching RH negative blood types or going into the other worlds or studying, you know, different types of shamanism. It's, these are the things that pull me and pull my creativity out. So that's what started it. And then I met these great guys over at We're in the Folk. I don't, I don't know if you're familiar with them. I think you've reached out to Henry Tully and, we became friends. They were doing the same thing. They do a lot of folklore and it just started growing. Um, I got included um, with some interviews with some nonfiction writers that they were looking for some ways to promote themselves during the pandemic. So I started mm -hmm. reaching out and doing interviews and with my my real life work, um, I often don't have time to do a lot of things. So I reached out to a friend of mine, Morgana Calder. She and I had been studying um, the paganism side of things for a long time together. And I asked her if she could take over the interviewing. So it's, it kind of went off with, she started doing Weird Awakenings. And my friend Joe Hansen is an author. He wanted to do more um, fiction author focused podcast. Mm -hmm. So 
he started doing that for her, you know, <laughs> so we stopped doing the nonfiction altogether pretty much. And they, they separated out and did their own thing. And I, we do a show called watching weird and it's on Thursdays and it's me and three other writers and we're big cinema fans. And we watch these crazy horror movies or fantasy movies or whatever, you know, action, whatever we're into for the week. And then we get together and talk about it. Um, and it's just grown and it just keeps growing. We went from, I was always surprised if we had two people listening. So when we started <laughs> getting more traction, um, it just seemed like there were so many things to do. So with Morgana, I can go on her show and talk about weird stuff and, mm -hmm. you know, talk about the woo and all the stuff that I really like. And then I can talk about movies on Thursday nights and, it just kept growing and growing and growing. <laughs> so it's like I said, um, there's just the more people that we met, the more that um, it just kept growing. And I wanted to network everyone together too. So that was what was really important was making sure that people were exposed, not just to the indie writers that I'm friends with, because if you like to read, you know, chances are that you might like a vampire book or you might like apocalyptic fiction or you might like, you know, zombies or, you know, so it's just um, that sort of thing. And then, like I said, my roots are in the metaphysical. So I wanted to make sure that some of these great metaphysical people that I know, their businesses are getting some attention. Um, my personal mentor and um, teacher, she teaches Reiki. Uh, she's a Reiki master. And oh, wow. she also um, is a shamanic practitioner. And I've studied with her um, for years. I had a soul retrieval done. And it's a great way for me to, you know, she comes on our, to the Weird Awakening show sometimes. It's a great uh, way to get her ex exposure. And, um, yeah, I mean, she travels all over the U.S. and her husband is actually from Britain, so she goes overseas a lot. So it's just kind of a way to help weave that web of interconnectedness and cool people. That sounds awesome. And it's it's always special how something so, well, so small can, can grow to, um, can grow to something so well, large and and important, and just you know having having a lot of a lot of fun doing it, uh, which is absolutely great. Like we we need more of that. You know, I'm uh, on the on the Greater Pagans, where uh, we're all about you know connecting the tribes and connecting with um, with like-minded people, and uh, especially you know the the, cre the creative bunch, the creative people. They're always the uh, the most fun. Uh, you're actually the second writer, second fantasy writer um, I have on the on the show, and it's always um, it's always southern. It's always it's it's always the the southern people that that write um, write the best best books and write the best best stories. I guess it's something something in the air or something in the water maybe yeah that's what we'll tell ourselves exactly no, um, we're <laughs> down here it's because we're all surprised 
it, it's probably a lot of it. Um, actually, I'll say this, a lot of the writers, I've got writers involved in weird realities that are from California all the way to Massachusetts. So we're all over. And the one thing, and this is something I realized this week, we have one thing in common, and that's we all write about the apocalypse. So, oh, okay. Yeah, I'm calling us the writers of the apocalypse <laughs> now. So we've, we've got oh. some, um, some great <laughs> stuff made up for that. But writers yeah. of the apocalypse, I love that one. That's a, that's a good one. <laughs> and it's, um, it's personal for me because, like, one of the guys I get to spend every Thursday with is one of my favorite writers. And I, I knew him as a writer. He's not an indie writer. He's actually traditionally published. And um, now we get to, I get to hang out with him. And it's because of zombies. Go figure. Nice. <laughs> so, um, I, I did a lot of reading um, before, actually before the pandemic. When I was getting ready to write my book, I was reading a lot of different types of survivalist fiction. And that led me into the, the zombie genre. And Mr. Rich Restucci is great. And I found him. And when we started looking at doing a panel for a movie, um, it was when Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead was coming out. We were going to do, and I'm using my air quotes here, um, we were going to do the whole idea of subject matter experts of the zombie apocalypse. So oh, yeah. I looked at some big names in zombie fiction and reached out. He was one of the ones I reached out to. Alan Gamboa was another. And Alan almost immediately got on board with Weird Realities, and we started doing the movie reviews. He was friends with Rich. Rich came on a couple of months later. Scott Baker came on, and we just formed our Watching Weird crew. And that's, like I said, we've grown from there. We've got Joe Hansen who writes fantasy, um, he writes westerns, he writes uh, zombie apocalypse, survival. I don't know if you're familiar with the Five Roads to Texas, but Alan and Joe are part of a group of um, pretty well-known American um, writers, and they do this zombie apocalyptic book series called The Five Roads to Texas. And it's pretty great. And like I said, it just kind of opened my world up. It's not what I write, but I like to read it. So, Yeah, so um, tell us about your writings. Tell us about, about your books. What's, what do you write about? Well, my first book is called um, The White Raven Awakens. It's in the Tapestry of Worlds series. And... It starts off with, in 2020, with the pandemic, and everything is pretty much collapsing. Society's collapsing. And as it is doing so, my little um, group of friends and their professor, who is from a, a northern, um, northern European tribal shaman, he's from a line, they decide they're going to raise energy they get together at this sacred grove that they've they have out at his house and they um things go awry he has gotten involved with a woman and she has duplicitous um intentions 
and things go very bad and my character wakes up not knowing what happened her name her, my na character's name's erica and erica wakes up not understanding what's happened but everything doesn't seem right to her and what's happened is they opened a gateway i'm calling oh, them the ragnarok man. gates and so they've opened up one of the ragnarok gates and they're letting the corruption into this world from another world and that was part of the professor's um wife's plan but so there's a lot of mysticism and mystical stuff going on but what's really happened is at the same time they've opened up this gate magic has come back into the world and so over a series of like oh. two weeks you're having these characters that they know enough about magic to understand something's going on and then you know it's it's kind of complicated like there's a guy that shows up and he um is a soul hunter he's been sent to hunt erica and her friends they're they're tagged and um i don't want to give too much away because it's a really no, good that's, yeah no it, it really it really sounds like uh like like a great great book um is it available in europe like i live in the in the netherlands and i would love to read that book and just buy it right away not through you know have it shipped to someone else and... well i think that it's on amazon um you can let me know I, like i said i can send you a code if it's not i've got some audible codes if you want to listen to it um on audible i have some free codes i can give you uh, okay it's on amazon i will i will definitely uh check that out my uh my to read list is only like 20 books so <laughs> <Only> 20. i've, I've <laughs> yeah i've i've got i've got room for well you for you more, you'll, uh, you're my target audience this is you're the kind of people i want to read it so i'm happy <laughs> to and for me it's not about you know who sells the most books or anything like that i've got a story to tell and like I said, yeah. I weave a lot of my personal beliefs into my books. And so, you know, things that I see happening or have happened that um, I think I think you would appreciate for sure. But um, book two is the it's takes place at the same timeline, but it's Erica's boyfriend. Her fiance is in the military and he's not able to be with her. Mm -hmm. He's been warned. And he's going on this new super secret mission where they're going beyond the veil. These Ooh. guys are being, they're, they're at a black ops operation in Southern Louisiana and they are given um, a drug cocktail and it puts them under. And the next thing they know, they wake up on the other side and this doctor has gone with them, a dream doctor, and she's kind of their guide on the way. So they come across some vampires and a lot of other types of kindred and things that, you know, aren't necessarily what the average human knows to be true. And as the story unfolds and the veil is falling, these things start coming into this world. And he doesn't know that his girlfriend's responsible for the veil falling. So it's kind of cool. And it's 
lots of um, otherworldly journeys. So that's that sounds awesome. My, um, my well, my good friend and um, one of our tribal elders, uh, Josh, who is in the in the chat under Child of Ash for twenty, he is actually writing a uh, a original story, Shadow Crown. Uh, oh. He's just uh, he's just doing that for the um, for the tribe. I uh, I still need to uh, need to edit and uh, schedule the last parts. Um, he he makes it all up, and I make sure it's a uh, a coherent uh, coherent story. Um, he's better in the imagination part. I'm better at the making it look neat part. <laughs> Um, I probably but, I probably need someone like you in my life. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm I'm. I wish I could do it do it professionally. You know, just write awesome stories and make corrections here and there. Um, but what you just uh, how you just described your uh, your second book that very much sounds like what uh, what he is doing with uh, with Shadow Crown. So that's that's really. Really awesome to hear. Uh, I guess that's that's another kind of weird weaving, just coming up two different people coming up with um, the same kind of idea. It's that's really that's really awesome. It's really cool to well, hear. We were talking about this recently. That they should co-author together. Well, I definitely need to meet him for sure. Um, <laughs> we were talking recently about how. <laughs> there's a place that artists and writers and creative types tend to go it's like a pool of information and it's almost like the same places that prophets and seers get their information from because so much of what you see you know around certain time periods when there's a certain spike in a certain information or whatever um it just seems like everything's about that and like yeah. right now we're seeing the multiverse um the different portals the different layers of reality and it's not just with me and your friend but i mean it's a lot of people are pulling into that um one of our new um, authors that we've we've kind of joined forces with and i call it our weird verse is dion muga and he writes science fiction but he writes science fiction about they've opened for lack of a more scientific term a portal mm -hmm. and they've had this serious like nuclear type reaction and it's created like time jumped like 3000 years into the future and Whoa. it's very interesting and it's again you know it's kind of up my alley cuz i love this type of stuff but it's a it's a survivalist type apocalyptic fantasy science fiction so it's a lot of that uh, going on. yeah and it seems to be happening more and more it seems to be ramping up that so many people are um getting the same ideas or sharing them the same ideas it, it's it's funny how um you mentioned with your uh your first book ragnarok playing a um a big role in it because that's um that's how we kicked off the Graymore pagans podcast with a four parts multiple hour series on ragnarok and just invited as many people uh, as we uh as we could to 
you know, to talk about Ragnarok and the end times and whether it's, you know, it happened or is it happening again or so it's, uh, we all seem to be, seem to be pulling from, from the same thing, from the same place. Um, I mean, that's, that's what's, what weird weaving is, you know, it's it weird, is. not just weaving the, the threads of fate, but also just, you know, like a, a like a spider's web connecting everything and everyone, and especially if you're uh, if you're following the same uh, same spiritual school, if you will, you tend to um, you tend to connect on a whole lot of things. Uh, That's how we got started too, hon. Yeah, yeah, true. It started with a uh, with this silly thing like the band Rammstein. Um, and it just well escalated from there and now we're together for close to three years and she has big plans for her and her family we have big plans for you know just us and yeah it's uh they're they're magical magical times to uh to live in definitely That's definitely i think that um the right people are here for a reason right now and that people are connecting the right people again are connecting and we're seeing that um i would say like 20 years ago there was a lot of talk about people who were fighting past the veil every night you That's know you would for sure well and it, it's been going on for a while and at that time it was like a door open and i met a ton of people that were having those experiences mm -hmm. and now um due to specific things going on in my life, I've kind of had to put that on a back burner and now I'm getting back into things. And that was where the book writing came from. It was coming from a place of things that I knew to be true and finding a way to say it. Because the first book, it doesn't just talk about the resurgence of magic, but it talks about the earth changes that we're seeing, dramatic earth changes. And when I wrote this book, um, one of the things that I, I put into it, because a lot of people were writing zombies at the time, and I didn't want to do that, especially after COVID hit, because I was like, well, I'm I'm tired of hearing <laughs> about this. And, yeah. <laughs> and who yeah. knows what's going to happen in six months after the shot kicks in. But um, I, I went with the earth changes, and one of the things that I thought was just, this is so crazy, it'll never happen, was um, I wrote... And historically, it had happened in the 1800s was that the Mississippi River ran backwards, that there was a, a hurricane so powerful in the Gulf of Mexico that it made the river run backwards all the way to Missouri. And I so I put that, that, yeah, I put that in the book. Well, since I wrote that, it's happened twice. Oh. So it happened, um, I think, with Hurricane Irma. Wasn't and, it also with Katrina, too? I don't know that it did with Katrina because I think it was over too far. Um, but um, it did happen with Irma and it happened with another one around that time. But it was just like, you know, it was one of those things that that could never happen. You know, it'll never happen again. And then it did. And so we're seeing a lot of that. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? I'm going to look this up. Give me one moment. <laughs> uh, yeah, she just she has to know. Uh, I'm I'm, the, I'm probably 
wrong, but I don't think so because I'm I lived through Katrina, so. Hmm. But yeah, yeah. Um, Morgana lives down on the Gulf of Mexico. So she's in Mississippi. That's where we live, Mississippi. Um, mm. I'm in central Mississippi. And um, yeah, so we pre- we know Katrina very well. Katrina affected the entire state. So Yeah. Is it um, Maria that you're thinking of? It Esme? might be. I'm, it might be. I can't keep up with them. There's, there have been so many and they keep growing in power. <laughs> no, that's so. what's unreal. Yeah, it's not just just us people who are uh, who are changing. It's the the earth is changing with us, or because of the the earth changing, we are we are changing. It's, uh, well, and that's well, one of the things I use in the books is ley line magic. That's you know that's a big thing. Um, sacred geometry. So, and I tell everybody, it's vampires, shifters. Erica, it you know, there's a big reveal over what Erica is, but um, but basically, it's it's a lot about lineages. Um, the the third book, which I haven't written, that's that's my next. I started writing it, and it's just I did something else in the meantime. But it's going to be called Of the Blood, and it's about these bloodlines, and it's not just necessarily your you know, blood in your veins as it is your lineage from being reincarnated and who who we really are and what oh. we stem from and our souls. Oh, that's an interesting take on it. Well, and since we're talking about all the weird, I'll <laughs> I'll just tell you. So I'm basically using the nine worlds and so the nine creatures of the nine worlds will be popping up too. So, and this this is a reveal, which if you've read book one, I'm sorry, but Erica is a Valkyrie, and so her and she was going to say that. Yeah. So, but that's the thing is, and a lot of these, she's coming. Her being born at this time is instrumental in bringing the right people together and the people that she's bringing together will be the gatekeepers to the nine Ragnarok gates, which is the gates to the nine worlds. So they're trying to prevent the corruption from stemming into all these places. And while this is happening, the nine worlds are all convening on one. Okay, now I'm gonna have to read those books. Like it's it's there's just there's no no ifs or buts. I'm I'm gonna have to now. Uh, <laughs> we'll just borrow your parents' Kindle, so then that way your mom and dad don't have home a, is not overflowing. Mom and dad don't have a Kindle, honey, and I got I got I still have places I can put books. Here we I'm go gonna... again, Miss Headley. <laughs> well, my latest book, I'll, I'll go ahead and tell you. I did a little bit of a side gig here. Um, it takes place in the Tapestry of Worlds, but it is a different story. It's um, it's more of a romance, and it is between an elven she princess and a vampire. Okay, I need yeah. you reading this one. Yeah, I I I thought you uh, I thought you might like that one. I uh, well before you uh, you came on, I actually read a uh, a short 
excerpt from your uh, from your website, and I I love how you uh, how you incorporated the uh, like Irish mythology, Celtic mythology in it. That's that's really up Fireface Alley, um, being a fae and all. So, <laughs> well, she's my people. Well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell she's my people, but yeah. So cry. don't make me cry, Headley. <laughs> on the podcast, come on now. <clears throat> but yeah, so um, like I said, it's just blending in those different things. So the the world that Nev, the main character from Dawnbreaker, is in, is the other world. So it steps sideways from this one, which is the world of the elves. And so I took into account the Twatha de Danon and a lot of the local folklore from where I live locally, which we have a place called Emerald Mound, which is a big mound where a lost civilization um, of Native Americans had had supposedly built. But there's a lot of mound builders up the Mississippi um, River. So from emerald mound extending all the way i think into wisconsin maybe and over into ohio there's all these there's like serpent mound in ohio and mm-hmm. there's these great mounds well you know if you know anything about the she the she were under the mound so i've taken emerald mound and i've called it emerald city under the mound and that's the great city where she's the princess of Okay, I'm definitely going to be reading this book. <laughs> and write down well, this book and be like, so... It's a, it's a little bit lighter, um, but I did, as it, as it, the story developed, I kind of got more into the darker stuff as well, but um, she's basically sneaking out, like, you know, all young elves do, and she goes over to the Don't mortal side... Out. Don't call me out. <laughs> <laughs> she goes to the mortal side of the river and she takes part and she's got some friends. They do a Kaylee band. They get together and one night the mysterious Connor O'Brien shows up and he's a vampire. She's never met a vampire. So there you go. Mm. But Sounds um like our love story, darling. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, honey, you're you're gonna read the hell out of it. I can tell already. I'm probably gonna read it frontwards, backwards, sideways. Well, oh, let me down, know if you like lights. it. Leave me a leave me a, a review. <laughs> I'll send you a copy of the book. Oh my goodness, girl! Don't oh, you're tempting me. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> I have enough books in my library. <laughs> Oh no, honey! You never have enough books. Like you still have room, right? Maybe. <laughs> I mean, that's it's shoes over. Hey, well, there you go. You know, maybe is not a no, which means you have room. You have space for books, and otherwise, you'll just you know have to make space. Enjoy listening to podcasts, and ever wonder, can I make a podcast? But it seems so complicated. And good audio production can take time. What if there was a way to create an amazing podcast easily? Well, now there is. Introducing Podcasting Made Easy from Podtastic Audio. My production team will handle your entire audio production 
allowing you to be the star of your show. This is podcasting made easy. How easy? Well, so easy, you don't even have to press record. Now that's easy. Your listeners are waiting. Let's deliver. Sign up for a free strategy call today at podcasticaudio.com slash easy. We'll see. <laughs> well, that's that sounds that sounds awesome. And it's it's really special how um the previous writer I had on, she was pulling a lot from the um from tarot cards and from the uh the major and uh and minor arcana you're pulling a lot from uh from ragnarok it's it's awesome to see how um how those two like entirely different things i was i was always such a a great magical uh magical thing magical place that's um just brings so much so much inspiration it's it's really i love i love to see that and i'm definitely gonna i'm definitely gonna buy your uh, your books i still have to buy the uh the other ones as well uh I'll, i guess i'll just yeah i'll i'll, I'll make room it'll it'll be good hopefully your familiar is <laughs> gonna be okay with this uh he is he's going to be trust me i'll i'll make him okay with this <laughs> you're my baby now uh, i never said i would but uh, it's definitely a book that i'm definitely gonna look to see if i could put it on my kindle <clears throat> if you have any like i said you have any problems or anything just let me know i'm happy to send you copies that's okay. no problem I'll have to make one though. And like I said, if you if you do the audible thing, I can send you free codes for both of the Tapestry of Worlds, um, White Raven Awakens and Running and Gunning. Because I'm gonna probably start Kindle Unlimited again. So, well, all of my books are available on Kindle Unlimited. So. Oh crap! <laughs> said anything. <laughs> Oh, honey, you know this was going to happen. Yeah, I know. We're just going to start this whole process again. <laughs> <sighs> but, um, Hadley, you said you started writing uh, during the pandemic, or were you already uh, writing before? Well, then? I've been writing for a couple of years, but I, I wrote my first book during the pandemic. Um, in 20... 18 I moved my mother in with me and she had had a stroke and um mm. when I guess it was after the pandemic started I'd been working in cybercrime and the grant that I was working for ran out so at that time I needed to stay home with my mom full time so I just um pretty much decided that's what I was going to do with my spare time was write the book I'd always promised myself I'd write and so I wrote Tapestry of Worlds, and after I wrote it, there's a relationship quandary in it because my girl's got a fiancé. He's not there. Again, he's in the military. He's not present. So there is another character, Felix, who introduces himself into her life, and a lot of people who read the book were shipping them 
So I was kind of upset because I love the the fiance. So I wanted everyone else to meet him and see how great he was. So I ended up writing the book and it's a totally different type of book because you go from Erica and her friends to a military group during a military operation. And it's not just about how they operate together and what they're facing, but it's him dealing with the fact that she's at home and she's missing and what's happening with her. So he's dealing with the emotions with that. And then there's, of course, their magic. And um, there's some, again, some, some crazy stuff that happens. These guys on the other side, they have mystical abilities and, you know, there might be some people who are, I don't know, a berserker or, you know, they, they shape shift or maybe there's something else altogether. Maybe there's a dark elf or maybe, you know, you just never know. So when you're on the other side, it's who your soul is, not necessarily who you are in this reality. So I had a lot of fun with that. And that book pretty much wrote itself so far. It's my favorite that I've written it was very fast, very easy. I love all the characters. And that's when I decided that I was going to have to keep writing. That there's just, um, with Erica's story, she's got a large cast of characters in it. Some of them are very interesting. They have stories that want to be told. And same goes with Running and Gunning. And with this latest book, Dawnbreaker, with Nev and Connor, it's, again, the same thing. You have, oh, there's a lot of people. So now that I you've won two other fans, you got to start writing more. <laughs> well, I've got <laughs> to write. I've got to write the third book for Erica and um, Ransom. That's her her boyfriend. And I'm sorry, that's my German Shepherd barking. So, um, oh my baby barks all the time whenever me and Fox start a podcast. So you're good. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean I. I kick my familiar out for the for the moment because he always had to has to uh, has to have all the attention. It's like, oh, you're you're on the show. Yeah, that's that's fine, but it's about me, okay? It's my podcast, Dad. Yeah, podcast with P A W. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but so you wrote the second book. Um, that is the second book, right? Uh, from the uh, like from the other perspective like right from the male perspective yeah 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 but But i like i like the um the action of a military team and i had a really good time writing it so it it again you know and there might be a bigfoot in the books too you never know there's all kinds of stuff it is all about folklore and magic (laughs) so going going into cryptids as well okay yeah that's that's a hot that's a, a hot thing lately. That's a hot topic, especially with the uh, the Skinwalker Ranch series on uh, on oh. Netflix doing such well, great numbers. Let me tell you some some information that I found, which is where why I incorporated it was. Um, I don't know. This was years ago. I found this information somewhere when I was researching, and it was about these forest giants that they were put on. Midgard to keep the chaos at bay. They're not supposed to have any dealings with mankind. 
but they're supposed to keep the things. They basically tend the veil. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, that sounds like Bigfoot. It does. And it also it does. sounds like the Skinwalker, yeah. Skinwalker Ranch. So I thought, well, I'm going to put that in there. And, you know, and it is. But it's a tribe of hairy forest giants that aren't supposed to interfere with man. But they do. Of course. Of course they do. Giants always cause well, trouble. They're, they, well, they're letting the corruption in. So they have to do something because that's their job. So... Oh yeah, you got to read it, man. I, I will. <laughs> I'll, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna have to. You make it sound so good, and it's you know all the the stuff that I. It's that the I book. Like it's the books I would have of. wanted to read, and that's the why. I, that's why I wrote it, and that's why I want people to read it. Is because it's the books I would have wanted to read myself. So. Yeah, yeah. That's that's always. The best way like if they're um you know that's why i always um keep the podcast very uh very free and and open like i don't like um having to do it by certain rules or whatever you know and i have guests on that i think are interesting and that i know my uh my audience would find interesting as well because you know we are all like-minded people but yeah, that's that's the best way of of creating things, of creating stories, of creating creating content. Just you know, do what you like, make the content, and write the writings that that you like, because then then you have fun doing it. Exactly, exactly. I don't know if y'all got my message, but my baby's not doing well, so I need to go be with her. She's been in a lot of pain today. That's that's okay. Honey, uh, if you need to be with um, with Lady Lou, then go uh, go be with her. It's was uh, it's uh, it was good having you uh, having you as a co-host again. Thanks, uh, it's lovely meeting you, and I wish um, your baby some healing energy. Thank you. She's just she's getting old, so I just need to be with her and make sure she's doing okay. I totally understand that. So I'll I'll probably have fox send me some info so then i can read these books <laughs> yeah i um i have a lot in the uh in the description already uh but i will send it to you and i will uh, bookmark it for myself right away as well um, payday is coming up so that's a, it's a great excuse to uh, to go buy some books <laughs> But it was nice meeting you, ma'am, and I'll talk to you all later, okay? Nice to meet you, and please um, find me on social media, and let's become friends. Sounds good. All right, I'll talk to you guys later. Okay, talk to you later, babes. Bye. Yeah, and that was a fire phase, always fun co-hosting with her, and I knew as soon as I heard the southern accent, I was like, "Okay, here, here we, here we go with Fire Faye, you know, southern, southern girl, yeah." Um, but yeah, this is the, the books sound absolutely, yeah, absolutely amazing. Do you have more books coming on? Uh, do you, or do you need to um, 
to still write them? I've got um, the idea, and I've started working on the Of the Blood, the, the Tapestry of Worlds, book three, or part three, I should say. And um, I just haven't worked through it yet. I have an idea, and like I said, I've got some chapters, but I want to do it from multiple perspectives, and so that's going to be a little bit more in-depth. Oh, yeah, that's, that's a challenge. Yeah, there's a lot going on in my book. So, like, I've got this character called the Black Queen, and she's a hacker, and she's who basically instrumented the corruption's introduction into the world of man. And I want to write more from her perspective, and so I've got to get in there and do that. And at the same time, I have a character named Brother Timothy who works with her. But he also is um, of course. obsessed with Erica. And he is not a Christian minister, but he has a following that thinks he is. Oh, okay. Okay. So, so he's got a large um, following, the Brotherhood of Apocalyptic something. I can't think of what it is. <laughs> but um, yeah, so he's got the Brotherhood doing his dirty work. And now um, as book three starts off, they're going to be finding a lot of um, blood eagles. And people are going to think, Ooh. oh, he's crucifying people. And Erica's like, oh, no. He's trying to appease Odin because he knows I'm coming for him. And so she's that, out to get out to get him. That sounds absolutely epic. Uh sounds sounds really, really exciting. Um and of course his name is, is Timothy, same as my familiar um who is a, a little rascal himself. I don't know if he <laughs> has that much of a following. I know he's known in the in the neighborhood pretty much everyone knows uh, knows my cat um i wouldn't see him blood eagling someone though no, not kitty cat i i'd, I'd hope i'd hope not at least <laughs> but yeah so it's it's pretty exciting so i'm i'm hopeful that um people will will pick up on it pretty soon but it's hard being an indie writer, you know. I should probably try and get um, with a publishing company, but I just, I've got a real job and I just write for fun. So it's just not a priority right now. Yeah. Yeah. Being independent is always, uh, it's always a challenge when you don't have the, uh, the big companies behind you pushing your, uh, your stuff out. But, I mean, then again, I can I can imagine when it's um, when it's doing well, when your uh, you know your books are selling well, even though you know you said that's not why you why you write them, but all the you know the positive reviews and all. I I imagine that that just making it absolutely worth it, you know. And there is there is definitely success to be made um, independently. I think nowadays oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, it's it's easier than than ever to be independent and successful. You know, have a independent career, if you will. Yeah, and I think that um, for me, I need to write full time. Is not something 
I want to do. It's my escape. And so I find that I'm more creative when there's something for me to do all day long. And then I can take this and I have more energy for it. So, um, like I said, it's, it's a multi-layered thing. So I don't, I don't know when the next book will come out. I'm going to try and get it out soon. But, um, like I said, I'm, I'm no promises. <laughs> <laughs> I need, I need to wrap it up, but I, I no promises. So. Yeah. Well, it's in your, your passion or your, um, your side gig into your, uh, your main thing. That's, that's always, that's a struggle. And if you're, you know, if you're just doing it out of love, if you're doing it, uh, like you said, as an escape, I can imagine that if it becomes a job, then um, it stops being fun because yeah. now it's your, now it's your job. Now you, you have to write, you have to, um, you have to, you know, finish those stories, finish the books and put them out there because, you know, otherwise you, you don't get, you don't get paid and you don't, and you're, you know, your cloud starts to fade and all. And <laughs> yeah. Well, and I'll be honest, I, I would have gotten the book done by now if it hadn't been for the podcast, but the podcast <laughs> took off. And, um, like I said, we, we were approached to be part of an FM radio station. And so we, really? had, we did that for a little while and it just wasn't a good fit for us. Um, and we, that's when we decided to do our own network because we had so much stuff that we were doing anyway. And our hopes is that if we can grow enough, then we can do the, our, our own FM station with other people like us, you know, like, for example, you, you know, if you would be a, a good part for something like that, but the FM's streaming was a great idea for us. And we've got plenty of people to do it, but we don't have mm -hmm. enough people to do it, you know, seven days a week, 24 hours a day. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I know a, uh, a few writers that, uh, the friend of mine, Josh, um, he, you know he does the um uh the shadow crown series of course um he has a very rich imagination um another uh, another friend of mine who is also in the chat raven raven Kiefer, he has wrote a lot um he uh, even made a comment been so long since i've read let alone wrote my fiction series i barely remember them <laughs> um and i see we just got joined by another another writer so there are enough people out there who um you know who are looking for a uh, who are looking for a platform or who would be a uh, a good fit so yeah. um i bet there is gonna be uh like if you if you really want to to make it a uh, make it a thing there is there's enough to uh, to go on and um i hope that uh that this podcast can uh, can help with that as well you know i'm i'm uh, i'm all about connecting like-minded people connecting uh, connecting the tribes the communities uh in times like uh, like these it's important to uh, to have those connections 
Oh, definitely. So. I mean, that's if we don't support each other, that's one thing I love about the writing community and in general, um, just a lot of the the indie authors is that you they understand there's no way that as an individual you can write enough to satisfy a reader. So you want to build up your other you know your other writer friends you want to make sure they're getting the exposure and i mean it's just like we were talking about with holistic you know and metaphysical practitioners and even with our researchers and nonfiction friends i mean if it was my goal in life is to make sure that you know about all the cool stuff i know about because you might find that one thing that you were looking for that you just didn't know about and, you know, all of a sudden, that one piece of information or knowledge or book, it answers a question for you, and it helps you grow to that next level. And that's, that's it's just so invigorating to be able to do that, and validating, too, for ourselves on our own path. Yeah. Yeah, and that's that's the web of weird, right? Yeah, Connecting. That's right. And- you know, takes takes but strands in the in the right direction, connecting at at just the right points to you know go off somewhere somewhere else entirely in a, in a whole a whole new direction. I I very much very much recognize that. Um, you know, here on the we're on Pregnant's podcast, we do a lot of diverse um, diverse stuff uh, like just. Uh, this afternoon, actually, I'm pulling double duty today on the podcast. I had someone who um, who does tantra, like tantra yoga and tantra magic and all. And now I have a another spiritual writer uh, on in in you. So yeah, just the, the that's the right kind of uh, diversity. You know, it keeps keeps life keeps life interesting and yeah like you said maybe you know just this this one thing this one book or show or you know episodes opens your eyes to something completely different or puts um puts a new twist on something you uh, you thought you already knew because there's just i mean i've i've had those conversations as uh, as well that you know i thought i knew something because you know everybody talks about it that way so it's pretty much set in stone and then i get a a question um like but have you looked at it that way and it's like no no i haven't but damn that makes sense too oh yeah and, and- with our with our group at Weird Realities, that's one of the things I love about it is I've got um, a behavioral health professional. Um, we've got an insurance investigator. We've got like seven writers. We've got a Bigfoot researcher who is also a Sunday school teacher. We've got <laughs> that's yeah, one of our writers is a is a retired CIA agent, and I mean, would and another one of the writers is a chemist. He's also a prepper. So we've got um, <laughs> it's just a lot of different people, and 
when we yeah. so when we talk about like for instance um if, if we go into a situation and we talk about the philadelphia experiment which i don't know if you're familiar with that but it was like yeah. so when we we have the cia guy we've got the chemist and then we've got the guy who researched bigfoot and we all get together we've got some conspiracy theories you know amongst us and you never know what we're going to talk about and that's some of the best conversations that we have and that's really what we build our platform on is it's not about oh we're experts because we're not we're just a bunch of nerds who get together and we talk <laughs> about the stuff that you talk about with your friends and that's what it's like for i hope for people who listen in is you get to join us and become part of that energy and that dialogue that we're creating and that's what we want to do. We want people to think outside the box. We want people to push what they think and consider what somebody else has said and learn together and grow. That sounds awesome. It's a, it's a really diverse bunch of people. Uh, like a Sunday school teacher and Bigfoot researcher. He's amazing. He's the best of us all. <laughs> um, he's a phenomenal person. And um, just, he, in the beginning, it was just me and um, my, my editor who was doing this with me. And mm -hmm. he was our number one fan. <laughs> so he was, well, he was like our only fan for a long time. And at the, when I first started out, um, Lauren Smith from Nightcaller's Productions had kind of held my hand and got us started. And she was kind of like our production person. And she did Bigfoot, you know, she does, which I don't know if you know who Lauren is, but Lauren does Nightcaller's Bigfoot radio. And she's been doing a podcast or radio show on Bigfoot since 2009. It started off with her mom and then she took it over. So, oh, wow. and this guy, Stephen Hill was one of her, um, research friends that she knew and he is all about the weird stuff he actually is someone who knows about dream journeying and things like that and so oh, as okay. we've talked and you know like i said you have he teaches sunday school but he tells me is i feel more at home with y'all talking about this stuff than i do with people i've known my whole life and it's like because that's the weird that is the yeah. way of bringing the right people together. And yeah. I'm a big, I am a pagan, but I have a lot of friends who I think are just as magical and mystical that aren't. So for me, it's never been about what your religious preferences are. It's about the energy that you bring and that you acknowledge within yourself. Because um, I think that the way that I interpret souls is that we all start off with a piece and then we grow and it doesn't necessarily mean that each incarnation that you've had has been human you could have been you know something else somewhere else and it's mm -hmm. about um where growing in each lifetime into where you are now and where you're going to go in the future so to to limit that based upon a religious belief is very limiting to me yeah you know so i don't know i'm babbling i babble when i'm nervous <laughs> <laughs> no no 
that's fine no you're i mean you're you're saying all the all the right things and it you know it's it's true you know it doesn't matter what re religion you are you know as long as you're as you're a good person as long as you give off the right energy i mean the main example that i always give is my um my gym buddy who is oh, he's like close to 10 years younger than i am he's more my uh, my sister's age um but he is a devout catholic and you know he's he's the kind of guy that will come to the gym with a, a sh with a t-shirt dedicated to the pope you know with a his with his crucifix around his neck and everything he'll show up late for um for brazilian jiu-jitsu class because service went long but he is he's a great guy and i've had some you know some amazing philosophical talks with him and you know just everyday everyday stuff everyday things i mean just last week we were literally talking about you know the cartoons that we <laughs> we used to watch as a kid and uh, you know the games we used to play as a kid and you know like i said he's a devout catholic you know he him and i well, religion wise at least we couldn't be more different and you know he has made jokes that oh paganism so close to catholicism like you just you just become a catholic like just converts <laughs> you know you're you're basically a catholic anyway then i come back back at him with a jab like i mean why don't you just become pagan if it's so close oh no no you know but you know he's he's a good kid he's he um we still have the same the same vision we still think about um like how we think and feel about you know the society that we live in it's it's pretty much the same it's just he's a lot younger and a catholic and i'm you know i'm in my 30s and i'm a pagan but you know it's it's the energy it's the energy and just the the connection that is there and if if that's if that's good if that's right then you know who cares who cares what you do who cares what you what you believe well i think that I, I call it whatever you want and that's this let me just preface it by saying you can call it god goddess you know buddha jesus whatever whatever you want to call it this is, this is the collective you it's yeah. the same thing ultimately at at its root it is the same thing and the it talks to individuals in the manner in which they best can hear it and that's why people convert because in in my history i, I used to work with people that had converted from christianity to judaism and they were always very educated people. These were people with PhDs, they were doctors, mm -hmm. they were very highly educated. And when I would ask them why, they would say, I had questions and the Christian church did not want to answer my questions. So oh. I found a place that would answer them. And in Judaism, Judaism, well, this is Reformed Judaism, so let me clarify. Mm -hmm. um, 
God wants you to question him. That's what they're taught. That's what they teach. So they found oh, their way okay. there. So I thought I found that very interesting. And for me, like I said, I feel like at the time the Bible was passed around originally, it was done so to teach people how to get along, to teach people how to stop fighting and to, you know, to kind of give a common code of conduct. Well, look, yeah. this is how we should act and we shouldn't kill each other on sight. You know, this, that sort of thing. <laughs> and I like to think that in the, you know, millennia that have existed since then, we've kind of gotten away from that. But I don't mm. need a man to tell me how to interpret a book I can read for myself. But when the Bible first came out, people didn't, it, everyone didn't read. You know, yeah. it was, it was, so being, pre, you know, preached to, being taught was what it was all about. And we're no longer there. Everyone, I mean, for the most part, I mean, most everyone is literate these days. Mm -hmm. People can get on the internet and find answers, which is kind of crazy all on its own, because there's some crazy stuff on the internet. Oh, but wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's all that fake news we got going on now. But, um, you know, I can still read the Bible and I can interpret it for myself. And there's a lot of problems I see with it. One is that it's very obviously slanted against women, you know, so there's a problem there. But um, again, it doesn't speak to me. I look for something that's more accepting to the wise women of the tribe. You know, yeah. I look for something that, that acknowledges that women are the the ones who unite a people you know traditionally in our clans and in our tribal societies men were the hunter gatherers mm -hmm. you know the strongest man might lead the hunt but it was the women who stayed at home and kept the tribe united while the men were gone and there's something to that for me Yeah, no, no, you're you're absolutely absolutely right, and uh, you know, with the Bible, I I doubt that it's the like what we know now is the original text. You oh, know, no. it's been it's been rewritten and retranslated so many times. But I mean, the core principle is is good, as you said. You know, just be kind to each other. You know, love each other, and just just be a good person. That's, that's really it. And that's, well, that's what all the religions preach. Mm -hmm. or, well, I, mean, I had su supposedly preach years ago. I found a book at a bookstore and I should have bought it and I didn't for whatever reason, but on the left-hand side of the page, it had the words of Buddha. And on the mm -hmm. right-hand side of the page, it has the words of Jesus. And they were the same messages. It was yeah. just different phraseology. Yeah, and that's that's all it is. It's the same message, just coming from a different, different prophet, if you will, uh, a different, a different holy man, and worded well, a little differently. And to bring it back around to the conversation we were having earlier about your friend and I are pulling from the same place. Mm -hmm. I mean, 
that's probably what it was. When you look at the gods and the goddesses from the different pantheons, you have some things are standard. You have a yeah. goddess of love, a goddess of the hearth. You have a god of war. You have a god of the sea. You've got the sun god and the the moon goddess. You've got all these things in all these different cultures, but basically the premise of it is the same. Yeah, same gods, different name. Different people, you know, Northern Europe, Southern Europe, Eastern Europe, you know, doesn't doesn't matter. A classic example is um, Thor or Donar, as we know him here in the Netherlands. And um, in Eastern Europe, that would be Perun, uh, Perun, Perun, whatever. Um, the only difference is Thor has a hammer. Perun has a, has a big battle axe still. Same gods, you know, God of Lightning and same kind of stories. And I think we should be, um, I mean, that is that is coming again. There is a, a pagan revival going on. You know, spirituality is returning to this, to this world again. Um, we are looking more to what connects us. Uh, there, there is still a lot of, uh, a lot of divide and a lot of division going on, but I do believe that we are um, turning back around to the point that, um, you know, the tribes are connecting again, the gods are, you know, coming back to earth. Um, it's just, there are crazy times right now. So, um, you know, books like yours are a, welcome distraction from all of the all of the misery going on you know some some great stories to read some books to uh, to lose yourself in characters to you know to recognize yourself in oh you know he's just like me or i'm nothing like that <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah, or you know, telling yourself you're nothing like that. Well, everybody else is telling you, oh, you're no, exactly you're just like, like that. that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Firefay has a hand of uh, in doing that. She, uh, it's like, oh, I'm not like that, honey. Yes, you are. <laughs> I'm not. I don't know what you're talking about, but I, I can never keep a straight face. Ah, <laughs> uh, I. Uh, I think on this on this note we uh, we can end it here. It's been it's been great having you on. It's been uh, it's been a great talk, and I uh, I look forward to uh, to reading your books and to reading the uh, your future writings. Well, we're gonna have to get together, and you're gonna have to come over to the weird world sometime. Oh, I'll I'll definitely I'll definitely come. I would love to. Uh, I would love to join. Um, when do you do the the shows there? Because we, we are are we are still at a a time difference, and I got a you know a day job as well. Unfortunately, we um, will work it out. I know that I think Tully was going to get in touch with you. I don't know if he ever reached out. Um, he he's gonna was going to schedule you to come on Weird Awakenings sometime, but we can definitely work with your schedule and record it and then just have it on sometime we're doing all kinds of stuff like i said we just 
we want to reach out and definitely interested in partnering with you and seeing what good stuff we can come up with together. Oh, I'm I'm down for that. We'll uh, we'll definitely uh, we'll work something out. I'm I'm very much looking uh, looking forward to it. Okay. Um, is there anything else you um, you want to yeah. promote? You just you just released a book yesterday. Am I right? Yeah, it's Dawnbreaker: The House of Blood and Sign. And um, you can find it on Amazon. It is available. And I believe you sh you can get it um, across all of Amazon's platforms. But it is independently published, but it is available on Amazon. And you can find me at using Linktree. So it's going to be L-I-N-K dot T-R, don't know. L-I-N-K-T-R <laughs> dot E-E backslash Hadley underscore Thorn. Or you can go to Linktree, that's going to be L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E backslash Weird Realities, and that's weird with a Y. And we'd I love to connect with you and all of your people. Yeah, we uh, we are definitely looking forward to uh, connecting more with you. I have all the links put up in the description. I have your... Uh, your Amazon store there, your website, all the software with realities. So um, wherever you are at, people should be able to find you. Awesome. Well, thank you for having me on. I've enjoyed it. I was so worried um, that the time I was going to get messed up and I'm sorry I was late. But Oh, uh, it, it, it happens. It happens. Um, I, I'm happy that you, uh, that you still, uh, came on i'm happy with uh you know with the talk we had it's been it's been great i am um like i said i i still have to purchase a lot of a lot of books the the previous writer i had on also has a, a whole series so i have uh, i think about like between seven and ten books i can add to my uh to my list now so uh thank you very much for that i'm, I'm quite the, the bookworm quite the book nerd so well i will email you the audible versions of my first two books because i do have free codes for those so you don't have to pay anything you just have to listen to my narrator who's awesome i uh i will make sure to uh to do that it's uh it's always great listening to uh to books on the way to uh to work um, or you know somewhere else just on the way it's always, always yeah. great so thank you so much for that um i will um i will put you in touch with uh with firefay as well and i will share your um i'll share your twitter with um oh, with josh our uh, our writer um cuz he's been uh, He's been chomping at the bit already to uh, to connect ever since you uh, you said you were uh, a writer and the story reminding uh, both of us so much of uh, of the series that he's doing. Yeah. Well, Josh, find me on all the places. Yeah, I uh, <laughs> I will make sure that uh, that he gets the uh, the info. So thank you very much again. I had uh, I had a lot of fun and I am looking forward to the next time definitely and i'll talk to you soon yes i will talk to you soon all right bye okay bye bye
that was great. That was absolutely amazing. Came on a little late. It happens. Uh, we'll just blame it on uh, what is it? Summertime. The, the the changing of the clocks. Uh, yeah. Thank you, everyone, for watching. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, this was this was great. Um, a great way to uh, to end the day for me pulling double duty. So yeah, make sure to uh, to like, subscribe, share. Uh, if you're listening on the audio platforms, um, give us that that sweet five star rating. Leave a uh, leave a nice a nice comment uh, where you can. I'm not sure if all the audio platforms um, you can do that. And yeah, make sure to uh, to check out all the other stuff that uh, that we have done. Check out all our other podcasts and i'm gonna sign off now because otherwise i'm just gonna keep talking so thank you all and until next time see ya